Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. I hope your weekend was amazing. Mine was busy, busy, busy. So to to fill you guys in, oh my gosh, the last couple of weeks have been insane for me. Cheatrician is currently under construction. Well, not so much anymore. Most of the heavy lifting is done, but we are getting an app and it's really exciting. But geez louise, did I underestimate the process big time. So an app has always been something that's been on like my brain a little bit. Um, it's Sheetrition is currently a membership site. And in today's world, you can save any site as an app icon on your phone. Thank you, Apple. <laughs> um, so for the last few years, that's what Sheetrition members do. And it works beautifully. Um, you know, they just click the icon, open it up, the site's there. And it's basically like an app. I always used to joke with them. The only difference between Sheetrition and an app is that an app loads, you know, in an app and nutrition loads on, you know, Safari. Um, but it's just something that's never really went away. And the app talk and nutrition has always kind of buzzed around. And so I decided to just like rip the bandaid off and just go ahead and do it. Um, I never wanted to do it because I didn't want to lose the autonomy to make changes to the membership on the spot or just when I needed to. You know, I work with such amazing developers and they're very, very quick. So anytime I need to make a change to the site, it's like it's done that day. And I was nervous that if I did an app that anything that I wanted to change or anything that I wanted to add um, feature wise would take a really long time. And, you know, we are constantly evolving in nutrition. We take every freaking ounce of feedback the ladies give us. I always tell them, like, listen, I know sometimes people don't like constructive criticism Maybe you're scared to give it because you think you might hurt, you know, someone's feelings. That is not me. (laughs) That is not me. You know, read us for filth. Tell us what you want. Because through that very honest feedback, we're actually able to make a membership that is amazing and that so many members love. I always say like Sheetrician is their home. It's their hub. So we create it for our members, not for us. And so since this app talk didn't die down, I was like, you know what? We need to seriously consider this because it's what they're asking for. Anywho, we found an incredible company that can do what's called a web app, which is basically keeping the site as it is. So anyone who loves the site doesn't lose that. And broadcasting that through an app So those who want like features like notifications or reminders or, you know, whatever, they get to take advantage of those, you know, features. So I talked with my developers and we were like, okay, if this is what we're going to do, we've really got to optimize this, you know, the the site and make it ready for an app. Because if it's going to be the same on the site and an app, then we might as well flip what we've been doing and make, you know, the website basically an app even more to where it looks exactly like one. So that's what we've been doing through the last 20 days. And it's absolutely been wild, very long days for like the last two weeks straight. And that's because like, so I've been so hands on in, you know, making the site that the developers really had to ask me like, hey, what happens if I change change this? I'm like, don't touch that. 
Um, and we've had to like rework things, build things from the ground up. We had to put our site on a new server to be ready. It's just, it's none of this. You guys probably understand. You're like, okay, <laughs> tell me what I need to learn this episode, but I'm just updating you on my last few weeks. It's been say- insane. You know, stepping away for like two seconds was like <laughs> breaking the site. So I've been up with developers. We've been doing it all. Um, it's just been me, my awesome team day in day out making changes you know crafting things a lot of the things we had to do in the middle of the night when no one was on the site and so um you know that's bit I mean I'm running on no sleep it's just uh, anyway fast forward to today most of the heavy lifting is done now it's just a few tweaks and changes to layouts and buttons you know like the fun stuff the pretty stuff (laughs) But the girls are already like loving the new design. They've been testing things for me and giving me some really great feedback. I have like my core group of girls who like love to be like the guinea pigs. And they're like, hey, this is great, but change this. And everything they tell me, I'm like, hey, developers, you've got the list. Let's get it done. So it's actually been fun. I know this is just the first phase. And so, you know, once we do a second phase where we configure things even more, make it even more like incredible. I'm excited for that, but I'm, I'm really happy with the first phase of the Nutrition app. Um, in case you're wondering, it will not be a public app, so it won't be something that you can just go into your, your, you know, app store and download. It'll be for Nutrition members. So once you join the program, you know, in your account, you'll have your own private access link so that if you want to use the, the app, you can go in and download it. So it will be a privately listed app. Um, so yeah, Anyway, the title of this episode is I've been stress eating and you've gotten a little (laughs) insight as to reason number one. We've gone through this huge change in the business, but we are also closing on a house. We closed June at the end of June and it's been such a grueling process. You know, a lot of my friends were like, hey, get ready. The home buying process is, you know, it's tedious. It's long. Then you throw in having a business and not, you know, being traditionally employed, there's a whole nother like loops of obstacles and just paperwork and, you know, things. And so it's been a really long process, tedious process. But I will say the home buying team that we have, you know, our, our real estate agent, all of our lenders, you know, even the builders, like all of them are so amazing. And so we are closing on a house, building an app, We're also transitioning to being on summer break. Bexley is out of school. And that routine is always a little wonky the first couple of weeks. You guys know I always go missing on the podcast (laughs) every single year around the time Bexley transitions to summer break because it's just, it's so different when she's home during the day. It it truly is. You know, I've got to wake up even earlier to make sure that all of my, you know, my important business stuff is done before she wakes up. And, you know, it's just, you know, she's always wanting to be at the pool. So we've got to strategize our days around pools and like, you know, my husband, hey, can you take her here? Can you take her there? My husband is awesome. So he does like 90% of it, but honey, stress city. So um, I shared a little bit on Instagram a few weeks ago, like, hey, I've been stress eating, gained a little weight. This is what I've been doing. But, you know, I want to take a second to remind you guys that everyone is human everyone struggles. And so I know a lot of you like, you know, seeing the title, maybe we're like, Oh my God, Chantel's been stress eating. If she's been stress eating, there's no hope for me. But it's very easy to feel alone, especially when you are on a journey that can feel as alone as losing weight and as personal as losing weight. 
and feeling like the things that you're experiencing are just happening to you, but I can assure you they are not. Um, so as all of these changes were happening, I had got to a point where I was like, oh, my body doesn't feel good. I was feeling very bloated, very tired, very depleted emotionally. My pants were fitting, you know, a little tight. And as I was thinking all of this, I had noticed in that moment, oh my God, I'm literally eating right now and I'm not anywhere close to being hungry. And so I had an epiphany like, shit, I'm stress eating right now. How long has this been happening? So I took a deep breath and I said, okay, well, let's get objective. This is something that I teach in my program. And I always like to say this, that I created Sheetrician from me losing weight and helping, you know, hundreds of clients lose weight. And so everything that I'm about to tell you right now are things that I teach in depth in my program. I practice what I preach. Um, I don't do anything secretive or anything on the side. You know, this amazing thing that nobody knows about. Very, very simple, very straightforward. But the beautiful part about it, it works every single time. And so um, I got objective. Again, this is something that I teach in my own program. And I always encourage my babes and you guys always get the facts. You know, when you don't get the facts, you leave too much room to lead with your emotions, your thoughts. And those are just way too unreliable. You know, if you leave it up to your your brain telling you how you feel, you're going to feel like a sack of shit (laughs) every single time. So I went and I weighed myself. And I was up a few pounds on the scale, um, like six or seven, maybe eight. I don't even know. Not eight, like six or seven. I can't remember. Um, and then I wrote that down, like what I've been eating. If I've been eating when I wasn't hungry, if I was overeating, you know, what was my movement like? What has my walking routine been like? Have I been sleeping? And the answer to all of those things was like, shit, shit, shit. No, no, no. So I had data. That was it. I didn't beat myself up for, you know, um, you know, overeating the last couple of weeks or not moving my body as much the last couple of weeks or not sleeping or not doing the things that I know I should be doing, had no judgment. I just had data. I had reasons as to why the scale was up. It wasn't because I was some fraud, because I have no self-control, because I suck, because I can't lose weight and keep it off, because I can't practice what I preach. Those are thoughts that my brain could have jumped to very easily and used to in the past when I was losing weight the very first time. And so mind you, it's not as much weight because now, and this is also important, you're a human and your body is going to fluctuate in weight, you know, at some point or another, you're going to have stressful phases in your life. You are going to have babies. You are going to, you know, maybe have medical diagnosis. Like things are going to shift. You're going to get older. You're going to age. Like things are just going to shift. And For me, the very first time I lost weight, it took me a very long time to catch it. It was just like, ah, you know, months and months and months are going by and I don't know why I'm I'm gaining all this weight. I can't figure it out. Now it's like two or three weeks and I'm like, oh, okay, this is why I have data right in front of me. Um, You know, the scale wasn't up because every, you know, everything was against me. I'm some victim in my world. My routine is just getting the best of me. I can't do anything about it. No, the scale was up because I was making choices and those choices had an output. And if I don't like the output, then I can change my choices, aka my input to get a different outcome. It's that simple. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) we love to complicate weight loss, but the reason behind my waking 
was very, very simple. The reason behind my stress eating was very, very simple. A lot of the times when it comes to weight, you know, we see, especially like on social media, where like weight loss can be demonized. And it's like, when you look at things objectively, like maybe not liking your extra bat fat or like your cellulite or like whatever it is, those are like one of many reasons. But often when you go down the list, it's like, okay, well, I am overeating. I am coping with my emotions with food. I'm not moving my body. I'm not sleeping well. And if changing those things can naturally lead to weight loss, then why not do them if they make your body feel better? Being objective is understanding that a lot of the times when you decide to actively lose weight, you're also actively deciding to improve the other areas in your life. Often, one of the outputs of making choices that don't feel or don't make our body feel great is weight gain. Like that is just a a lot of the times a natural outcome. It's not a natural consequence because, you know, gaining weight isn't a punishment. It's just like that's the outcome. If you're not sleeping well, if you're overeating, if you're coping, you know, with stress, with food, and the outcome is weight gain, then that is just data. It's not good. It's not bad. That is just the facts. It's just what's happening. A lot of the times where we mess up is we judge the data. We judge the weight gain. We judge ourselves for gaining weight. That is where the issue lies. Gaining weight or, or changing habits to lose weight, there's nothing wrong with that. Having or making choices that lead to gain, gaining weight, there's nothing wrong with that. Where we come into trouble is judging the data when the data is neutral. You know, your weight is, you know, 210 and you're beating yourself up for weighing 210. But the, the number 210 is not saying shit. It's like, hey, I'm just 210. I don't know what you're saying. You're calling yourself, you know, fat and you're lazy and a slob. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't say none of that. I'm just 210 over here. I'm chilling. I'm cruising. You're, you're putting all those words <laughs> in my mouth. 210's like, I didn't say none of that. And so that is where we get into trouble. So I noticed I was stress eating which is the most important piece to all of this. You cannot change what you are not aware of. So always, always celebrate your self-awareness milestones. They are the catalyst to your change. Um, but then when I went down the list as to why, oh, closing on a house, which is the very is a very first for me and my husband, designing an app, another first for me. Bexley is out for the summer. I gave myself a lot of grace, a lot of compassion. And then I said, these things aren't the reason I'm stress eating. So I have a lot of grace and a lot of compassion for myself going through these things for the very first time. I'm using the tools that I know how to use. But then on the other side of that, I always say um, to my girls, you got to give yourself a kick in the butt sometimes. So you always lead with grace, always lead with compassion, always lead with understanding. And then you always have to hold yourself accountable after. And so I know because of the knowledge that I have and the knowledge that I teach everyone in nutrition and you on the podcast, I'm not stress eating because I'm closing on the house. I'm not stress eating because I'm, you know, building an app for the first time. I'm stress eating because I'm having some really big thoughts about them and I'm coping with those thoughts with food. And so when I journaled on like how I was thinking or like the thoughts that I was having, I noticed I was really anxious about closing on the house. What if we get there and we can't close? Or what if something comes up and we, we can't close? What if something happens? And, you know, we they push the closing date out and, and then we have to be out in the apartment. Are we going to be homeless? Like, you know, those are just all the thoughts that you go through 
for like me and my anxious brain. I always think like worst case scenario. And 99.999% of the time, none of the things that I think about ever happen. And so, but you know how my brain is, all of those things are running on autopilot in my head. And it isn't until I pull them out of my head, I look at them in my hand and I say, oh, this is not even true. I'm stressing about this. And this is probably 99% not going to happen. I'm stressing for no reason. When I started thinking about like, like what thoughts I was having about the app, like what if they hate it? What if everybody leaves? What if I, I broke something and it didn't need to be fixed? Like all of these thoughts that I was having and they weren't true. And so when I confronted those big, scary thoughts and decided to think on purpose, decided to think more better, more help, more better. <laughs> when I decided to think better, more helpful thoughts, um, I started to feel better. I started to feel less anxious, a lot less stress. And I had to practice rerouting the thoughts that have been on autopilot for the last couple of weeks. That is practice. A lot of the times when we think like, oh, I don't want to think that anymore. We think we can just throw it away in the trash can. And sure, it actually can be that simple. But for the most part, I find it takes practice. If you've been thinking and calling yourself names for years and you decide, oh, I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to think that anymore. A lot of that shit is on autopilot and it's just going to come up and you're not even going to realize it. But the skill in how you practice actively thinking better more consistently is getting in a habit of calling it out and manually rerouting the thought. And so that is why I had what I had to do for the last couple of weeks when those thoughts started to creep up. I had to calm myself down. Hey, you've done everything you're supposed to do. You have a really awesome team that knows what they're doing. You know, if anything was wrong with the house, they would have called you you know, um, enjoy this process. You've worked really hard for it with the app stuff. I have a team, a, a team of developers that I love and I trust and that do really great work. They know what they're doing. You know, you're listening to feedback that you've been hearing from members. You're giving them what they want. Like I had to calm myself down. I had to take it one step at a time. And I started with my mind. I always, always, always start with my mind. And so from there, I took another step and I said, okay, I'm only going to eat when I'm hungry. I'm not going to try to jump back into my workout routine right now, my cooking routine right now. I haven't posted a reel in weeks, you know, up until like last week. I start, I posted, I've been posting again, obviously, but <laughs> I hadn't posted in a while. I, it has, I haven't been cooking and that's literally because my time had been constrained. And so I said, you know what? I'm not going to beat myself up for that. I'm going to take it one step at a time. I'm only going to eat when I'm hungry. I did that and I've already lost the extra few pounds that I had gained from emotional eating, like already five or six pounds down just from only eating when I'm hungry. And so now it's just about improving my life even more. So sleeping more, journaling more, cooking more, planning more, moving more. And I'll continue to take those steps one at a time, brick by brick in the words of the infamous (laughs) Franklin Saint. So if this is you right now, if you notice, okay, wow, it's actually been months or it's been weeks or it's been years. And I'm just now having the self-awareness to realize that I've gotten to this point in my life, whether that's with my weight or how I, you know, I'm feeling or thinking, my habits, my routines. First is to get objective. What inputs are getting you this output? There are actual scientific reasons as to why it's happening. You are not a unicorn. Everything can be explained. And so when you get objective and say, this is my weight, why could this be my weight? Oh, well, I 
noticed I eat well past the point of feeling full. Maybe I always clean my plate. Maybe I haven't worked out in three months. Maybe I only drink one water bottle a day. Maybe I don't move my body. Maybe I only sleep four hours a night. Maybe I am coping with my emotions, with my boredom, with food, right? And then from that list of objective reasons, the scientific reasons that could be one of the reasons that you are at the weight you are at, you simply pick one thing and you decide to change it because it isn't until you decide and you make a choice to change the input that you get a different output. And from there you stack. Okay. And until then, I'll see you next week. Boo.